0: Welcome to the MJB podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now, here's your host, evangelist Mike Vitalich. I was out of 4 6, my people who are destroyed for a lack of knowledge of my law, where I reveal my will because you, the priestly nation, have rejected knowledge. I will also reject you from being my priest. Since you have forgotten my law of God, I will also forget your children. You know, I want you to, I want you to get that first part. My people who are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Knowledge of what? Knowledge of, of what the, the word says. This book, this Bible, this holy Bible is God's word. It's a handbook for life. You could find any situation in this Bible and you could bring it to, to, to today's times, and you could have an answer for it. You really could. You, you, I'm telling you, like, it deals with so much. The book of, you know, even if you would just start with the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom, Proverbs, you'd be so, you'd be so shocked how it talks about, like, even dating people, even finances, you know. You'd be so shocked that God, God knew everything, and he gave us his Bible. He gave us his written word to help us. Who needs help? <sighs> I need help. Glory to God. I, I tell God every morning, sometimes, sometimes three times before I even have my coffee, I said, God, I need your help today. I need your help. You know, because it's pride that will say, I don't need your help. You never want to get to a point where you, where you say, I don't need your help today, God. I got things all figured out. You don't want that. You want to just come to God, I need your help. I need you. I need you. I need your help. Tell me what to do today. You know, give me the grace to do it. The supernatural strength, the supernatural ability to do it. Glory to God. That's how I start my day. And I start my day with, I have my Bible. I have a bunch of Bibles. I keep one Bible on my kitchen table. I have coffee. My wife and I talk about stuff. And she's on her Bible. I'm, You know, I'm on my Bible. And I'm just, we're just talking. And then if something happens... I'll start to talking about her. And we have the great, greatest discussions about the Bible. Amen. It's always, If you had to discuss something, discuss the Bible. <laughs> Amen. Um, but it will help you in life. It really will. Whatever part of life you're in, you could turn it around. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's Monday. This is a brand new month. You could start reading the word of God. And watch how the Holy Ghost will speak to you. Amen. Number one, number one reason, and this isn't in any particular order. Um, the word of God cleanses your character, conduct, and conscience. John 15, 3. Uh, this is uh, King James. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. You know, when you read the word, it does something. When you read the word, it's God speaking. It's God. And, you know, when I read the word, I put my name in it. It's like God's talking to me, glory to God. Now ye are, now Michael are, is the, clean, the cleansed through the word which I have spoken unto you. The word of God will clean and clean your character, will clean you up. Sometimes I got to get into the word just because the Holy Ghost wants me to find something, you know, I don't even know. And the Holy Ghost will say, hey, turn to this, turn to this. You're going through this, turn to this. You talk, you're talking about, and everybody will hear God's voice different. If you, if you weren't here Sunday morning, Pastor James is, is doing a great series on hearing the voice of God, and it's, it's really powerful, amen. And, you know, and I loved how, what he said today is, you, know, you never get to the place where you know how God's going to speak to you because he gave examples on how Moses was talking to you with a burning bush You know, imagine you just saw that burning bush and you didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? God will speak to you in a different way, a unique way to get your attention. And sometimes he'll use scriptures. You know, there have been times where I'd be worshiping God and I felt the scriptures just come into my heart. And I would just turn to it. And it was about today. It was about tomorrow. And I just wake up in my spirit like, wow, this is exactly what that meant. I'm going through it right now. You know, God, God will test you. But he won't test you with sickness. He will, he will test you with your faithfulness. He will test you in obedience. But it's never to like to, heart, to harm you, to hurt you. He won't give you sickness and disease. He doesn't test like that. But you might go through something a couple times and, and say, why am I going through this? What am I missing? You feel like you're going through the same thing over and over again. Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what am I, what, are you, what are you trying to teach me through this? And he'll bring you to the Word. Glory to God. Uh, number two, why you should read the word. Why you should read the word every single day. Uh, the word of God will build your faith. Romans ten seventeen. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, I used to drive. I used to be in Pittsburgh and I used to, you know, drive maybe an hour, 45 minutes to a construction site. I used to do some construction labor. Um, and we used to do new, old, you name it. And I would—I couldn't read because I had to wake up really early to get to my job site, and I had no time to sit down and, and drink my coffee and read the Bible. But I would play it on my car. I would—I would—I had—I <laughs> think it was a '94 Honda Accord somebody gave to me because at that time we only had one car, and my wife, you know, <laughs> she only she went to work around nine o'clock. So I didn't want her driving me. So we were believing for a car, and, and the Lord gave us a car. It was a 94 Honda Accord, right? That's what it was. And uh, a friend of mine from work, they actually, I wish I had a, I have a picture, but maybe next week I'll post it. <laughs> um, they they dropped it all the way down to the ground. They put, like, a a, a kit in it, and they 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 painted it, like, green, and they put like, they tricked it all out. It was, like, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a cassette player, and I would just connect my phone to the cassette player with a wire, and, and I would listen to the word of God. I, I, found, I found every opportunity to listen. Listen, I have two hours almost a day sitting in traffic, round trip. So I, what did I do? I had the Bible on tape. Let's go. Let's do this. And I would feed myself. My faith would grow. I, and, you know, it's not easy working with, with some of them. You know, some people, who have been on a construction site, you're dealing with rough people. You know, they curse, they swear, they say, God knows what. And you have to be careful because that can come on to you really easy. You know, you have to, you have to watch the people that you're working to. I'm not telling you to quit your secular job, but I'm saying you gotta hold yourself to a higher standard. You know, when I was when I came back from Hawaii, right, my friends wanted to take me out to to get to to, to a Chinese place and whatever, and and they wanted to get some drinks. I said to myself, I'm going to I'm going to raise the standard. And so I didn't I didn't do what they were doing. They decided to drink, but the Holy Ghost stopped me. Glory to God. I'm raising the the standard. Even now when I go home, and I see my 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 worldly friends, my secular friends, whatever you want to call them, not saved friends yet, cuz they're not saved yet. Amen. They will be. Amen. I I don't I don't do what they do. And if they want to do something that is going to look bad on me, the appearance of evil. Hello? You know, if they want to go out to a, a restaurant, even sit at a bar, I won't do it, man. I won't. I'll wait 45 minutes to get seated. I'll, I'll wait. Oh, wow, that's ridiculous. Why do you got to wait? Because appearance of evil. People usually drink at a bar. I don't drink. I hold myself to a higher standard. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you know, God honors that. Just a side note. God honors that. So going back to to building faith, you you build faith by hearing the word of God. Find find a way you could build, you know, it doesn't even have to be the Bible. It could be like a podcast. You know, you could listen to Pastor James' sermons a couple times. And I'm telling you, your faith will, something will finally click into your spirit. So when you're facing something, you'll be able to speak out the word of God. You know, because it's the word of God that has all the power. I don't have any power. If, I, if it wasn't, it's not me, it's the Holy Ghost inside of me, glory to God. You realize that you carry an anointing because you have the word of God inside of you. You've been in the presence. And, and, and you know, if you, ever, if you ever hang around, you know, my wife married into, uh, to my, you know, a New Yorker. I'm originally from New York. So when we were coming through New York when she was meeting my parents, You know, you got to drive. Anybody have been to New York? You got to drive a certain way. You know what I'm saying? You can't just drive like there's no traffic. Yeah, I mean, people are aggressive. You know, so if you hang around with aggressive drivers, you become an aggressive driver. You hang around with Holy Ghost people, it rubs off on you, glory to God. So when you're, you're, you know, and it's it's funny how God works because when I was on a construction site, everybody was doing their thing. I remember, you know, this rough guy, I'm not going to give his name because I know he watches me sometimes. Um, he would, I mean, he had a potty mouth, man. <laughs> he really did. And it didn't stop me from witnessing to him. It actually wanted me, made him make me witness to him even more. But I wasn't, I wasn't a jerk about it. It wasn't weird, you know. I'm normal. I tell people this all the time. I'm a normal guy. You, could, you can curse, swear. You can smoke. You can do whatever you want. I won't do it. But eventually, he kept noticing me. You're different, man. You're different. And I, and I would just, you know, anytime he said that, well, because I got Jesus in my heart. He said, well, I know people that have Jesus, my, but they don't act like you. I said, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but, but I know God set me free from all that. God set me free from having a potty mouth. Glory to God. He set me free from drinking. He set me. I, I hold myself to a higher standard. And faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I would minister to him daily. I, something's going wrong. Him and his wife were believing for a kid. They were believing she would get pregnant and everything. And I said, well, the Bible says to multiply so your wife's going to have a beautiful baby. You're going to have a beautiful baby. It's going to be healthy. the supernatural birth. And I just loved on him. I, I, I made a mark on him. Maybe about three weeks ago, he actually called me up. Mike, I miss you on the job sites. I miss you on the job sites, Mike. I don't, you know, I'm not going to name his, say his name, but he might be watching. I don't know. But, You make a mark on people. Because you allowed the word of God to make a mark on you, you're able to mark other people. Glory to God. That's what happens when you read the word. The faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. You automatically see things differently than what other people see. You actually have a different response. That's what I'm trying to get at. You get a different response from people. Wow, you're different. You know, people say, oh, Christians aren't fun. You haven't hung around me? (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> you know, we went out flying Saturday. Emily, did you have a good time? <laughs> I mean, we were laughing. We were having a great time. Melissa was there, too. You have a good time? We had a good time. We were making some silly, silly songs up. Riverside Kids. Trademark it, you know? <laughs> Honey, get the T-shirts out. Let's go. Riverside Kids. <laughs> you know? Hey, Amen? You know, I hope you're getting some. I'm, I'm going to try to go through this a little quicker, but it was just a Holy Ghost time. Hey, Amen? Um, third reason why you should read the word. Number three, the word of God imparts power to resist sin. Glory to God. It it imparts power. The word of God comes alive. The moment you try to do something, your conscience will kick in. The Holy Ghost, "Ah, don't do that. Don't do that. Acts 1.8, and you will receive power. What is that? Power to, to break the sin off your life. You could live a life without sin. I tell this people all the time. You actually make a choice. you have a clear conscience. You know, it's like putting your hand on a fire. You, you know you're going to get burnt. You know, At a certain time, you become accountable for everything you do. You know, Colton maybe never realized that he could put his hand on fire, Maybe he won't get burnt. he never maybe he experienced it. Maybe you have. Have you ever burnt your hand on a fire? No, okay, don't do it. You will get burnt, okay? <laughs> One day he might say, "Oh, I'm going to try it," you know, and maybe maybe he'll get burnt. He he has become accountable. He knows better now. Pastor Mike said, "Don't <laughs> don't put your hand on fire." I tell him too. How do you how do you live a long life? You remember what I told you? Remember? I said, if you want to live long, this is what you have to do. Honor your mom and dad. Remember I've said that to you. You know, at a certain age he's going to know. He's going to know. He's because the word. The word doesn't come back void. Amen. Hallelujah. But got, by reading the word of God, God will give you power to resist sin. Um, Psalms, I have this written down, Psalms 19, The word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Glory to God. Now, Holy Ghost showed me that. And I said, why do I got to hide it? I, I, I'm supposed to let everyone know. But he, he says, you hide things that are valuable. You hide things where you put them, you know where they are. You, you know, maybe you have uh, nice, uh, fine jewelry at home. You, you hid them. It's in a spot where only you and your husband know. Maybe you have a safe in your house. You hide your safe. It's not in the open because there's something valuable in there. The word of God is like that. You got you to read the word of God. You got to hide it in your heart. So when something comes at you that is not allowed to come at you, you can then open it up and you get to speak it out. Glory to God. When, when, when you feel attacked, right, when you feel down and out, you could speak the word of Deuteronomy. I'm supposed to be the, the, the head and not the tail. I'm supposed to be blessed. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed coming out. I'm supposed to lend to many nations and borrow from none. When sickness tries to come at you, Bible says that, you know what? He says that He'd keep sickness away from your midst in Exodus. It's not allowed. Sickness is not allowed to come. It's actually breaking a covenant promise that I have with God. Glory to God. That word is hidden in my heart. When my wife doesn't feel good, I would know. And oh, we're gonna pray. We're gonna start speaking the word. We're gonna declare the word. By His stripes, I am healed. I'm not waiting to be here. I'm walking in full health. I'm walking under the covenant of God. I'm walking with his anointing. Glory to God. No man can curse what God has blessed. I am blessed and highly favored. I speak life over my body. I speak life over my wife. Death and life are in the power of my tongue. Glory to God. I speak life. Glory to God. That's what we do. We do all that we can do. We take communion too. We come here and we take communion. We got the little cups. Anybody needs communion, let let us know. We'll give you communion to take home. But how do I know to do that? Because it's in the Word. How do I know? Because it's hidden in my heart. Glory to God. You know, the Holy Ghost, the Bible says the Holy Ghost brings everything back to remembrance. The more you read and study this Word, the Bible says study to show yourself approved. Study the Word of God to show yourself approved. The Holy Ghost will just bring scriptures that you need to speak out and declare. It's like I, I see sometimes like flashcards going through my head, whatever situation I'm going through. You know, even, even when I was studying in, in Bible school, right? And the devil would try to come and lie, say, Oh, you're not called to be that. You're not called to preach. You're not called to do that. No, no. I, I would, the Holy Ghost would just remind me of scriptures. I'm chosen. Glory to God. He chose me. He anointed me. He appointed me. Glory to God. John 15, 16. He chose me. Glory to God. I'm anointed. You're anointed. I would, you would have to stir yourself up. You know, you can't carry your pastor with you all the time. <laughs> you know, but that's why it's important to you to fan in. The Bible says in, in, in the book of James, fan into the flames. You got to fan into yourself. You got you to be able to speak life into your body at any given moment when the enemy's trying to come at you. I'm the highly fa- I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm meant to be the head and not the tail. Glory to God. You can't do that if you don't know the word. Amen? Is anybody getting something here? We're going to have a test next week. Be, pre- be prepared. Emily, be prepared. Okay? Where's your notes? Let me see them. Start taking notes. <laughs> oh. She's definitely not taking notes. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, Number four, the fourth reason why you should read the word every day. The word of God is strength of God within you. The word of God is the strength of God within you. I feel strong just saying that. (laughs) I'm going to be doing work in my house. My wife and I are going to be renovating our bathroom. We have a, uh, um, what is it called? What's What's our tub? Cast iron tub. Man, I'm just going to read that. I'm going to get strong. I'll be able to take that thing by myself. The Lord of God is my strength. Let's go. I got this. You're going to watch it. I'm going to do it. Justin said he's going to help me take it out of my house. Anybody want a cast iron tub? Let me know. You can message The word of God. The word the word of God is is the strength of God within you. Psalms 119, 28. My soul, mm, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 119. This is the New Living Translation. My, my soul dissolves because of grief. Renew and strengthen me according to the promises of your word. There's strength that you could tap into. You know, the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of God that he should repent. God is not, not a liar. You've got to remind God of his promises. Not that he's forgetful, but he likes to know that you're paying attention. You know, death and life, I said, is in the power of our tongue. We have to confess. We have to speak and declare what God says about our situation. Glory to God. I'm not weak. I tell my grandma. She's 80, 80, 89 years old. And I said, Mima, you're strong. You know, I talk to her maybe once a, once, once a day or so. I call her at my, my house. She lives with my mom. And uh, I should FaceTime her for everybody here. She's funny. She's got no filter. She's at that age. She can say whatever she wants to say. <laughs> it's okay. She may be watching right now, you know, because she likes to watch me minister, and, and she likes to listen to me preach. And uh, I, would, I would tell her, Mima, you're strong, you know, the doctors say that, you know, this is what the doctors say. I don't doubt doctors. I like doctors. But, oh, strokes run in your family. You know, that, that. And I, and I tell Mima, I said, You are the life of Christ. The life of God is in you, Mima. I call her Mima. It's a long story. I'm not going to get into it. But her, her original name is Nina. And at a young age, my oldest brother called her Mima. We, we just, it just stuck. She's, she's Mima. My friends come over the house. Oh, hi, Mima. <laughs> Everyone calls her Mima. And uh, I would speak and declare the word over her. I said, no, Mimi, you're not going to have strokes. Strokes is not a part of your life. You, you don't know. You are blessed and highly favored. You, you, are, you are God's favorite. You know, you are the righteousness of Christ. Strokes have no business in your life. And she would say, Michael, she's old Sicilian grandma. Oh, Michael, pray for me. So I said, okay, so you want me to pray for you? You want Sata? Sata she calls her Sada." <sighs> You know, and uh, my wife and I would take turns just praying for my grandma, speaking speaking the word of God over her. You know, the Bible says in Psalms ninety one at the end, "With long life shall you satisfy your salvation." With long life, meanwhile, you got a long time. How you feeling? Me, I feeling strong. Okay, Amen. Declare the word of God over every one of your family members. Amen. Hallelujah. I wrote this down. Each promise is like a time-released capsule releasing God's power through you. Each time, each time you speak God's promise, it, it just is an explosion of God's power that goes off of you. And for you to say, if you even contemplate, well, that's not for me, then I'm going to politely say you're wrong. That is for you. The word of God is written for you. It's how we get through this life. It's how we're supposed to get through this life. My strength does not rely on my wife. My strength does not rely on, on my pastor. My strength does not rely on the food. My strength relies on God's word. Because people could wear you out. People could wear you out. And that's when you just, need, you, just, you just feel like, oh, I'm being overrun. And then, and then I'm, you, you start confessing, maybe I don't feel good. Maybe I'm getting sick. And then you start seeing, because of your confession, all this stuff just keeps compiling on you. But if you take a moment and say, Lord, you are my strength. You are my source. Your word is written for me. I'm going to claim it for myself. I'll never get tired. If I keep getting in the presence of God like I did when we first came here, I feel great. I can go, you know, I won't keep you here long, but I could could just talk to you all night long, praise God. Make a pot of coffee. We got plenty of sweets over there. We could have a great time. (laughs) Glory to God. That's it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Number five, the word of God will stop emotional chaos And devastation. Listen, the word of God is like, you know, the word of God will calm your nerves. My mom used to always say that. You're getting on my nerves. (laughs) You know, I'd be pestering her about whatever. She's getting on my nerves, getting on my my last nerve. But the word of God will relax you, praise God. It'll calm you down. The Bible says don't be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for nothing. Colton, don't be anxious for anything. Don't be excited for anything. (laughs) Amen. You don't have to worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. You have to develop a spirit of I don't care. You have to develop a spirit of of, I'm not going to worry, even though the world wants me to worry. Because worry will bring fear. Fear will keep me out of, of God's place for me. Fear will stop me from going to faith. Because fear will try to make sense of things and, and as soon as you start making trying to make sense of things, you've, you've stepped out of you stepped out of faith. I don't need to make sense of things. I trust God, right? I had a Bible school teacher that anytime somebody was going through something, he would always say, "Do you trust God? Do you trust God? Do you trust God in your situation?" And sometimes maybe someone's got to write that down. When you find yourself going through something, you just have to ask yourself, do you trust God? You know, when my wife and I were believing to come here to move to Rockford, we didn't have a a U-Haul. There was a mix-up on our U-Haul. They gave our U-Haul away. We are supposed to be out of our apartment the next day, and we're supposed to be on the road. And we have no U-Haul. And I remember sitting in a bank parking lot, my wife ran into the bank to, to do something with our bank account or whatever and <laughs> rob a bank. That's a, I hope you heard that. That's funny. <laughs> she, that's why she had that mask on. <laughs> now it's making sense. <laughs> but we're, I'm sitting in a bank parking lot, and I hear the Lord say, do you trust me? And then I said, yes, Lord, I do. And sh- I said, show me where my U-Haul is. And I'm looking at a map on my phone of U-Hauls. In, in, uh, we're in Robinson, Pennsylvania at the time. right? And I see a highlight go on my phone. It was a Holy Ghost. Hi- That's where it is. And we've been on the phone with U-Hauls all morning, all morning. I couldn't find anything. I was so desperate, I, I would drive it back the next day. That's how desperate I was. But the Lord said, do you trust me? You know, the scripture says, don't be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for your U-Haul. <laughs> you know, and my flesh could say, well, Lord, I got to get out of here. I got rent to pay and everything. You know, I got I got to get out. I got somebody moving into my place. My, my land will let me out. Do you trust me? Simple voice, you know, still voice of God. And uh, I called that U-Haul up and <laughs> I told the lady, you know, I said, I need, I need a U-Haul. What do you have? And she said, well, I only got one U-Haul left. I'll take it. She says, you don't even know what it is. I said, whatever it is. I, I said, I'll take it. She said, well, do you go on one way or two ways. Like, what are you doing? And I said, I'll do whatever you want. She said, well, where are you going? I said, Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> I kept the "yes" on there for a while. <laughs> and she said, honey, that's ridiculous. You're not going to drive a round trip. You could just leave it over there. You could just bring it to the one in Rockford. And I said, seriously? She said, yeah. She said, but I only have the biggest one left. I said, I'll take it. That's fine. Okay. I gave her my credit card over the phone. And just like that, the U-Haul was reserved. It was probably about 20 minutes from where we were. We picked it up, and we started loading everything. And, we, and praise God, we made it here. And you want to hear something even crazier? Our landlord, we had a two-year lease, right? Our landlord gave us um, half our deposit back. We had to break our lease, and she gave us half our deposit back. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. That's favor. You know, she came in. She did the final like, walkthrough, the inspection, and, uh, you know, she saw how we took care of everything. And it was a brand-new place, brand-new brand new cabinets, flooring, everything was brand-new. And she saw how we, we, you know, we laid down a lot of mats, and we everything was beautiful the way we left it. And she said, I'm going to give you, you know, I can't give you the whole thing back. I said, lady, you're not supposed to give me anything back, but I didn't say that, you know, but she said, I'm going to give you half your deposit back. I was like, praise God. Praise God. The word works. Say that. The word works. The word, believe that. The word works, and it works for me. Glory to God. You got to be able to, you got to expect when you speak that word off your situation, you know it's going to get results. We have an alive God. We have a God that's alive, and he's watching us. He's, he's moving in us. He's doing, he's doing things through us. The word works. If we could believe the word for salvation, when we pray the prayer of salvation, why can't we believe the word of God for anything else? Right? Doesn't that make sense? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, this is, that was extra, praise God. Um because I'm still on, it calms nerves, praise God. Psalms 119, verse 92. Because of the word, because of the words are my deepest delight, I don't give up when all else was lost. Psalms 119, 92. And that was for my point number five. The word of God will stop emotional chaos and devastation. Because your words are my deepest delight, I don't give up when all else was lost. Praise God. That's in God's word. Whew, man. Hallelujah. Point number 6 I have here, the word of God unleashes an unexpected inner joy. The word of God unleashes an unexpected inner joy. You know, when you're just going through life and this happens to me quite quite often. you know I could be anywhere right and I, I could just I could just feel like a bubbling in my spirit. It's joy. It is joy. God loves joy. God loves to hear us laugh. God loves to, to see us laugh. You know the Bible says, <laughs> "Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Joy is medicine. Joy is medicine. You can start laughing. I told somebody, you know, they said, I don't laugh. I don't know why I can't laugh. I said, well, look in the mirror and laugh at yourself. Because if you can't laugh at yourself, then something's wrong. <laughs> she started laughing. She said, she said I actually went to the mirror, and I, started, I laughed at myself. So praise God. She started to laugh. Joy will unleash something. Laughter unleashes something in your body. Because you, you find something, you know, because think about it. The enemy wants you to be upset. The enemy loves depression. The enemy loves to see you miserable. The, you know, and I tell people, do the exact opposite. When you feel the enemy trying to, to mess with your mind, mess with your head, and telling you to, to put yourself in a corner and, and just to, to, to weep and, and, and not even come to church. Let's say it's Sunday, right? I say, do the opposite. Work in the opposite spirit. You got to catch that the enemy's attacking you. You got to feel the depression. You got to, you got to, you got to recognize it because the devil only has a certain amount of cards to play, right? And then you just reverse it on him. I'm going to laugh. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> you know, in our, in our Bible school, they all went, you know, if you needed to start it yourself laughing. Mike, you remember this, Mike? Remember what you have to do? You got to go ha ha, he he, ho ho, and you got to put it all together. Ha ha, he he, ho ho. And you just start laughing. Praise God. So I was like, I don't like to laugh. What do you think we're gonna do in heaven? <laughs> Cry? <laughs> you know what do you think we're gonna do in heaven? Look around each other. Oh, I miss, I miss earth. No, we're gonna be in the presence of God with a fullness of joys. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Psalms 19, verse 9 says, The commandments of the Lord are right bringing joy to my heart. The commandments of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Man, that was Psalms 19, verse 8. And that was New Living Translation. Number seven. Y'all getting something here? You getting something? Emily, you got notes taken down? What was number one? (laughs) Emily. (laughs) Emily. We're going to have a talk afterwards. That's it. <laughs> but praise God. It'll be okay. I'll give you my notes. And I'm going to have a test on Sunday. Just for Emily. Amen. <laughs> Number six. The word of God unleashes an unexpected. Oh, I said that. Number seven. Praise God. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> Number seven. The word of God dramatically strengthens you with power to do right Psalms 119 verse 11 the word of God has I hidden in thine heart that I might not sin against it I already said this scripture but this is one of my favorite scriptures Psalms 19 verse 11 because you can't sin knowing when 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 God has set you free from something you shouldn't when he has given you, when he has shown you something, when you, know, when you have a great relationship with God, you shouldn't want to disappoint your heavenly father. You shouldn't want to have to go to him and, and just, you know, like I remember growing up, I used to go to uh, um, youth camp and it would be for like three, three nights and stuff. And I would get so full of the Holy Ghost and I would come home, and I wouldn't feed myself. And eventually, I, I, I messed up, did stupid things, got in trouble, whatever. And I, I would feel that condemnation. I would feel that, like, hatred. i, I got to go back to my father and repent. And so I remember I, I made my mind up. I'm not going to have to go back to my father anymore. I'm going to believe God that he's going to give me the power to break that sin off my life. I'm going to get his word so much in me that I'm, I'm going to be walking so close with God that when, when trouble comes my way, when the temptations come my way, because they will come. Even today, they come. They come. I'm not exempt from anything. Pastor James is not exempt from anything. Pastor Kathy, Pastor, Sa- Pastor Ross, no one's exempt from anything. I cut myself. I will bleed, <laughs> you know but I want to I keep such a close tightness with, with Jesus that I'm so quick to hear him. Don't do that. Somebody might look at something. Somebody might see you do something. Don't do that. People watching you. you know, like the appearance of evil. You know, I'll, I'll talk about appearance of evil because I like to cook. I like to cook and, and you know, sometimes cooking, you're required to like, Go and and cook with wine and stuff. I won't even cook with alcohol. I won't even even if it's cooking wine. That that's my conviction, you know. That's my personal thing. But I won't even buy the stuff, <laughs> you know. I I don't even want to. I don't even want to have like you know wine glasses in my house. So, so, oh, you could you could put like apple cider, you know, champagne or whatever. I don't even want that. I don't even want any. You know. I'm not going to talk about it tonight. Maybe I will. But I have, I have like 72 reasons of why Christians should abstain from drinking. Some people say, oh, well, you know, it's okay to drink everything in moderation. No, I, I, I'm zero alcohol. Zero. I don't want anything to, to, block, to block me, to hinder my walk with God, to cloud my vision, to cloud my thought life. I, I don't want it. I want to live holy because God keep me holy. So God can continue to use me. So God can continue to, to reveal things more to me. So God can continually trust me, with the, be faithful with the little. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep his word hidden in my heart. Glory to God. So I might not sin against my God. I might not go against something he wants me to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll do one more and then I'll continue next week. Praise God. Are you getting any, everything? everything? Good? Emily, good? Okay. <laughs> Phoebe, you taking notes too? Okay, good. <clears throat> Number eight, the word of God provides discernment in your decision making. Reason why you should read the word of God? Because the word of God will give you discernment. What is discernment? Like an insight. You can discern whether things are right or wrong. You could discern if it's good or bad. You could discern is this God or not God? You can discern like what's people's motives. Discerning of spirits. You know, when you just know somebody's, you know, when you're talking to somebody and and, and maybe they're acting funny, or I, I discern my spirit, maybe they're they're on something. God will give you discernment of things in your life. Things that you have to do, things you have to go through, things, you know, hallelujah. He will provide discernment in decision-making. Now, I love the scripture, Psalms 119. Listen, guys, everyone read Psalms 19, the whole chapter, amen? (laughs) Everyone just read the whole chapter of Psalms 19 because it's a great, great, great psalm, amen? Psalms 119, verse 105 Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Whew. The word, God's word. If you don't know that that scripture, keep it memorize it, highlight it because it is so powerful for every purpose of life. Every everything cuz he will he'll light up your path. A light until my feet, and the light until my path. So you won't stumble. You won't go, you know, you could walk anywhere, and he'll light up. You could expect him to light your path up. Glory to God. He'll light your feet up. He'll light your path up, and you know, when a path is lit for you, you just see, you just have see clear open doors. This is it. It's like when my wife and I, we, we decided to move here. We heard from God to move here, you know, There was not obstacles to get through here. We had God's path paved through us. That's why that U-Haul, Lord, I know I'm supposed to be in Rockford. You called me, I heard your voice, to be in Rockford. And okay, U-Haul's coming. This apartment that we were first living in, it was supernatural, you know? We didn't have the the credit. We just moved here and they, 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 you know, we're working for a church, you know? It's not really, especially when churches are closing. It wasn't wasn't a good time to say, hey, I work for a church. But they said, yeah, no, we like you. They didn't even run our credit. They didn't run anything. Clear path. When we bought this house, you know, everything just went smooth. I know I was supposed to buy it. I know I was supposed to come here. I know I, I was supposed to, to raise up people to win souls. Hallelujah. That's what God does, and he enjoys doing it. He enjoys when you get into the Word. He enjoys when you call on his name, when you make time to devote time. He knows you're busy, but could you, could you, could you make time with, with God? hallelujah hallelujah thank you Lord I want to close with this thank you Holy Ghost if you could commit to reading God's word every day I want you and you're serious about it you know I'm really busy don't commit to me. I want you to to make a commitment to God. Because I know know if I stir you up, if I can get you to be interested in the Word of God, so much so, like I'm interested in it, I know it will change your life. Because that's what the devil will try to do. do. He will stop you from getting into the Word. Because if he could stop you from getting into it, you won't be able to discover you. You won't to be able to discover what God's called you to do. You know, the devil doesn't want you to know who your father is. But if I can get people to get so hungry for the things of God, so passionate about the things of God, then I can get, I can get you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.